Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, episode 163, Yoda's B. Quick roll call, John. Hi, John. Hi, Brandon. Got Stu here. Hi, Stu. Get over. Ooh, and Clarence Swaptown. What up, fuckers? Classic. Back to the classics. My favorite bit is when we introduce ourselves, and then I just review how we just introduced ourselves. It's really, really it's good. It's downhill from there. It is. Brandon. So we are going to talk a little NHL, and we're going to talk a little bit of soccer, unfortunately. Which John is no, forcing, fortunately, us, forcing fortunately. us to discuss tonight. Uh, maybe oh, some twins. Oh. I don't know. We'll see. And then we've got a bunch of Ask Sportives from our loyal listeners. So we'll get to those in a little bit. But I think we need to start off with the NBA Finals preview. And the reason we need to start off with that is because I run the agenda and I want to talk about it. <laughs> So this one should be a doozy. We're recording this on a Wednesday night before game one, which is uh, Thursday night, 8 p.m. The smart guys in Vegas and the smart guy analytic guys are telling us that the Warriors have about a 70 to 75% shot at winning this whole thing, which is a little dispiriting because I was hoping it was going to be shaping up preview-wise as a classic series. I don't think anybody actually thinks it's going to be one, but... It potentially could be. And unfortunately, the person that actually pays attention to basketball along with me on this podcast is John, and John has now disappeared from uh, from the video. So No, I'm here. Oh, there you are. Jesus. I was worried sick. Um, you know what I'm really looking forward to, Brandon, with this NBA Finals? Sure. I'm really looking forward over. to... Clarence, get a beer. The best team in the history of basketball beating LeBron's team and somehow this being taken as a referendum on LeBron's skills. <laughs> yeah, he's. Yeah, it's going to be very, very tough for him to. The Lambier Pistons are in the finals? <laughs> I've missed a lot. I haven't been paying enough attention. That's your favorite basketball team ever? Well, oh, actually, that makes sense. Forget I said anything. The most hated player in NBA history, most likely? The biggest wuss. That would be Bill Ambeer, I believe. Um, I wouldn't let Bill Ambeer hear you say that. Yikes. Take Yikes. Bill, Am- the Bill Ambeer will punch you and then cower when you when the referee turns around. <laughs> Sprint away. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I am hardcore rooting for the Cavs for reasons I can't totally articulate. 
but and this is again i don't know how many years in a row now three i guess that i expect to not be happy with the championship with the champion of the of the nba finals so that's a bummer for me personally but i know that a lot of fans are all in on Steph and the Warriors, so there should be a lot of celebrating at some point. But I'm just asking for six games at least. I think that would be that would be fun to watch. So I don't know, John. Do you have any thoughts or who are you rooting for? Well, I'm rooting for the Cavs too, and I'm not exactly sure why. Like you, I feel about the same as you, which is I hate the Warriors, and I'm not sure why. There must be a good reason, but I can't think of what it would be. I'm. I'm actually embarrassed about it, and I don't really like to admit it. And my buddies will be like, "You excited?" I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're good. They're fine. They're good. They're good. Let's move on. Talk about something else. Because they're a team that are tailor made to be liked, specifically with Steph. I, the other guys are just the other guys, but with Steph in particular, you're supposed to love him, and I do. But I just overall, and we were talking about it on the podcast previously, but Draymond Green is the number one biggest wiener in the NBA right now. He's such a bitch. I don't like him at all. He's cheap and dirty, and he punches down, and I think those are really oh, bad qualities. Or in some cases, kicks up. Oh, there you go. Good. Good, good. Uh, so I don't like him. We've also talked about the absurdity of the owner taking credit for this roster construction, which is hilarious, and that his, <laughs> his two dogs are nicknamed after Ayn Rand characters. So... Bad, bad news. The the there's, the Silicon Valley. There's a lot Val- going on. Yes. With, what's his name? Joel Lacob. Joel Joel Lacob or Lacob or something. Yeah, I think it's. We'll um, call him Joe Corncob. Yep. Yeah. Joe Corncob. There's a there's a lot going on with Joe Corncob, and none of it's good. You know, I never oh. saw the most hated new guys coming like like subsection of human beings being Silicon Valley libertarians, but. They're out in full force right now, and they're extremely hateable, and he's one of them. So so that doesn't help, but I don't know how to explain why I just don't really like watching them anymore. I think the it's, it's just such a... I don't know. I used to shit on people who were like, I don't want to watch a jump shooting team, but I think I've become one of those guys. Like I'm kind of done with the novelty of them being really good at taking crazy long distance three pointers. Like I, I think I've seen enough of those. It was super fun and now I'm done. And I want to watch regular old basketball like You wanna watch the Princeton offense and backdoor cuts? I wanna like a, a good seventy two to sixty four game, walk it up the court. I don't even know if we need a shot clock anymore. You know what? I this sounds to me, Brandon, like somebody is about to tell us that he's discovered the Minnesota Lynx, the greatest team in Minnesota today. Me? Yeah, you're talking about how you like fundamentals, and you you want them to play below the rim and pass the ball to each other. <laughs> no. And the links are great at all of that, and they're an awesome team. I know no one can beat them. I know that that's what it sounds like I'm saying, but I, you know me, I'm I'm all about the flair, Hollywood Broxy. You know that. That's true. Um, so it's not so much that I want fundamentals to come back. I think I'm just not interested in in seeing a team throw up some crazy fadeaway three-pointer with four seconds left in the shot clock after they didn't do anything and have it go in and have that be the 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 way you win a series they're just i don't know i just i think i like watching other players and other styles of basketball more than more than these guys and 
I don't know. I don't even know what you could equate it to. I'm doing the famous equate it to a different sport to try to have it make more sense to people who don't watch basketball. But I, I don't think there is anything in other sports that's like the most amazing thing. And then after it happens too much, you're like, all right, all right, all right. That'll do. I did enjoy last year's finals, the part where LeBron was playing with two garbage men, a uh, football player from the Browns, like on loan, yeah. and then Matt, Matthew J.P. Delacamera or whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, you nailed it. And somehow was keeping the game within 10. That was kind of astonishing. Yeah, so I think the initial thinking is, well, now he's got better players, Um so they should be able to take it to at least seven this year. But the problem is Golden State is way better than they were even a year ago. Just all the players are playing better. And the other problem is that Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love are like the absolute worst matchups for this for this specific team. I mean, Kyrie Irving is really bad defensively, and he has to guard one of either Steph Curry or Klay Thompson. So they're just <laughs> going just gonna to have a field day. Um, you know, uh, Tom... Stu, help me out with the uh, the best shows. Tom Sharpling, is that, is that how you say his name? Yes. He wrote a tweet that said, Golden State is the team for fans that love watching people win carnival games on the boardwalk, <laughs> which I think that's the thing that sort of gets me. Is That's that the best criticism I've heard of Golden State. <laughs> it is, and they're so fun, and I totally get it, but I'm also like some sort of diehard, like I, I want to watch the actual plays happen and... I don't know. It's weird. It's weird that I don't like them, but I definitely am just kind of done watching, kind of done cheering for it. So either way, they're probably going to win by a million. So I don't know. I think you're right. So I think it's a five game, five game series. I think. Yeah, that would be my thought as well. Five game series. They're just playing so well right now. And like you keep Steph down somehow miraculously and Clay Thompson then is wide open. Yeah. Um, that and, game, game, game six was just, man, that was, again, it wasn't heartbreaking if you're from Seattle. I think people from Seattle love that. Like we let, like watching Aaron Rodgers turn the ball over in overtime of the divisional championship. I think that was just mm-hmm. glorious if you were a Seattle Supersonics fan. But, Shout out to um, our Seattle was, fans. I, I thought I, I, that was the first time I actually thought, oh my God, Oklahoma State's going to do the damn thing. And then. <laughs> they just didn't. And, I mean, Clay Thompson, my God. <laughs> yeah, incredible. We got mean... Steph down. We got Steph on an off night in an elimination game. And then Michael Thompson's kid just can't miss from 30 feet. He just keeps turning around and shooting it. And it's just, it's not fair. It doesn't seem fair. Yeah, it's like your six hitter hitting three it's like he it was like an adam kennedy moment right where yeah your yeah. six hitter all of a sudden hits three bombs That's in a night like what the comparison. fuck happened like we held down the big guys in this i mean clay thompson's amazing but you know like you you yeah. think if you if you keep yeah. steph from scoring you're well, gonna I mean, win everyone a lot of people think clay thompson's amazing except for one brandon broxy in 2013 but <laughs> that's neither here nor there hey i saw in game seven they, they even let him dribble a couple times that's incredible. Good for you, Clay. Wow. You'll you'll figure that out someday. <laughs> <laughs> the last good, remaining good job, Bayless. good job, Bayless. Don't let that one go. <laughs> I will die on this hill. I will die on this hill that Clay Thompson is overrated. <laughs> this is a dark moment for me. This is a really, really tough time to be Brandon Broxy. I can promise you that. But uh 
No. I still have enough moments where I can go, see, I'm going to be proven right one day. One day when Clay Thompson is like 40 years old, I'll be like, see, <laughs> fucking sucks now. I was right all along. <sighs> yeah. Good times. Um, <laughs> is there a is the game two of what, the Stanley Cup on right now? Yeah. Okay. What just happened is that somehow two Pittsburgh players were alone in front of the San Jose net, followed twelve seconds later by two San Jose players being alone in front of the Pittsburgh net. So I think we can all agree that this is a defensive series, <laughs> and one nothing is an appropriate score for this game. Is this our cue to transition to the Stanley Cup? No, if Brandon, more, if Brandon has more to say about the NBA. Is like if he has more soul-bearing about his hor- horrible call about Clay Thompson's career, he can certainly get But I think we all agree that it's, we'll all be very surprised if Cleveland actually um, not only makes it, I mean, obviously if they were to win, but even making a game six or game seven happen is going to be surprising to me. Yeah, I, I would like it if Cleveland could push it at least to Game Six, if not to Game Seven, because yeah. there's nothing better than a Game Seven in and the NBA. Well, really, a Game Seven of any kind. Yeah, Game Sevens in just as good as Game Sevens in the NBA. Yeah, the only hypothetical is like I'd like to see like LeBron five years ago, if that would make a difference when he was just. I mean, he's not old by any stretch of the imagination, but there's a little more wear on him than there was back then just seeing him at his absolute young peak going against golden state that might be interesting to consider but man i just don't see it happening in 2016 yeah i feel like his window now as being the best player to to get a ring is a is a few more years i mean he's been playing an insane amount of basketball more than anybody. Yeah. I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it's like he had played more minutes Garnett, than Larry Bird. It's Garnett-esque I, at this point. Yeah. He's, I mean, yeah. this is what is this? Is this his sixth straight year in the finals? Something crazy like that? Something like that, I think so, because I'm pretty sure they went to yeah, four in a row in Miami. Miami, 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 Cleveland, Cleveland. I think it's six. I mean, that's so many fucking games. Yeah, and just he had a couple really good teams, and now he's up against one of the best teams in NBA history. And I, it'll be interesting to see where it kind of comes down on that after the, if they win at all, if they're just outright from now on for our many years in the future, it's like, well, that was it. That was the best team. Um, it'll be, it'll be a talker. It'll be a talker. And we love talking. We're in the media, lamestream we media. You know, that's us. what we do on this podcast. We talk about sports, talk about what people Hi-yo. are talking about. That's how mm-hmm. it works. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I just want, again, I, you can tell I'm on the losing side of of this of the matchup here because I just want it to be a fun series. That's my old. That's my expectations are just please be fun and please expose Clay for the worthless piece of shit he really is. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at a scooter in the gym. Hot talk. Seven ten a.m. Ain't nothing hotter on your dial right now. Ain't nothing hotter. Every now time I some fog hat. Every time I go radio voice, I go straight Pat O'Brien. Immediately, can't help it. I'm just, you're listening to the radio, and I'm Pat O'Brien. He is one of us, so that's pretty easy. Where are you driving today? That was the guy that left all those crazy voicemails of asking this girl to do a threesome and get a bunch of cocaine for him, right? Yes. Pat O'Brien? Let's just just get wild. I thought that was Marv Albert. No, that was a different thing. That was, I think it was worse somehow. I, I... yeah, I kind of purposely have not looked into There was some sort of violence against women thing with Marv's, whereas oh, yeah. O'Brien was just a perv 
Marv's a biter. Yeah, that was. Uh, that I really was not wish good I stuff. wish I didn't know that about Marv. Yeah, it's not it's not not great info to have. I wish I could do the Men in Black pill or Men in Black mm-hmm. marker device thing on whatever I knew about Marv Albert and a lot of these private details. I don't I don't not any of my business. I don't care. Um, how did we get to? How did we I get there know. so quickly? Because you brought up Pat O'Brien. Oh, right, right, right. We're, yeah, we're doing right. our our hot sports talk voices. <laughs> That's right. I'm you so did tired. National Falls his own Pat O'Brien. Oh man, I actually did not know until just now that he was one of us. So that's you learn something every day. You're welcome, listeners. Mm-hmm. So official prediction is Warriors in five. I'm exposed as uh, wrong once again on my basketball hot take, and John and I will be on. Don't love watching the Warriors Island. We'll be the only two just having a catch on the island, eating coconuts. Switching off I think starting starting next season, you'll have more people joining your island. I think after that second title, people get sick of you. Yeah, yeah, that could be. Yeah, and I think there'll be the you'll have the Patriots effect, and it'll just be you know Oakland against the world, basically. Yeah, cool. that'll be good, and I can't wait until they're bad again, so we can all, all, all each and every one of us in America make fun of Joe Lacob for taking credit for for this squad <laughs> when it was clearly all stuff. Yeah. So that'll be fun. That'll be really good. <laughs> the best part yeah. of this segment is Clarence mumbling about the hockey game. Yeah. <laughs> Let's transition to hockey. You guys don't want me to break down X's John? and O's on the pick and roll? Um, do we want to do no. X's and O's or do we want to like it's one nothing in favor of Pittsburgh going into tonight? Is that correct? Yep. And as a matter of fact, at the moment Pittsburgh is leading this game one to nothing. Oh boy. And you asked me, Stu, the other night you asked me. We got to cheer for the Sharks, right? And at the time, mm-hmm. I was in a churlish mood, and I said, mm-hmm. no, screw them both. I hate everyone, et cetera, so on. Mm-hmm. But here I am. I'm, I'm watching the game right now, and I find myself really hating the Penguins an awful lot. So I think you were right. We're going to go for the okay. Sharks. I the Sharks are the team of the sport. With our, with our guy, Brent Burns, former, former Wild, beloved Wild, whatever position he played for the Wild. Let's say defenseman. Mm. But he it was defenseman. Forward. Congratulations. So, you got that one right. He has a cool beard. He does. Well, he, he has a beard. I'm not sure. He's got cool that My Morning Jacket thing going. So, um, I don't yeah. know what that means. He's That's a band. They have beards. Is that different from My Bloody Valentine? Yeah. They're, they were English, and they didn't have beards. They just had long they hair and a lot of distortion, and they cranked their amps up way too high. Gotcha. Um, I mean, all they shared but, was yeah. the word "my." But, hey, John. I was I, my my my. I was just curious. What was the uh, rooting interest for the casual um, fan here in Minnesota? Well, and, cheering uh, against the Penguins, I think, is enjoyable. Why? Um, why? Because they have Phil Kessel, and he betrayed us by not um, becoming a. Oh, Minnesota that's right. They have, they have old Phil Kessel. Yeah, who is the dorkiest person in all of professional sports? Lovably dorky. He basically he looks like Phil Mackey if he like fell on his head a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Phil Mackey if Homeless. somehow yeah, like Phil disorder. Phil <laughs> Mackey. <laughs> if Phil Mackey somehow Phil Kessel is a professional athlete and Phil one, Kessel one. looks like Phil Mackey if Phil Mackey gained fifty pounds. Exactly. <laughs> if Phil just let himself go, yeah. basically. If Phil didn't shave, didn't shower mm-hmm. for like two months. Just ate at nothing but McDonald's mm-hmm. for for that for sixty straight days. 
That's what Phil Kessel looks like. Is Kessel an actual fat ass, or is he just? He looks like a solid. slob. Yeah, he he just he looks like a hockey player in the sense that he's just sort of a disgusting human being. Are they? Is like that you're... still sort of a hockey thing? Like you know, you see basketball at press conferences; these guys are dolled up like an insane amount. They're taking two hours afterwards to primp and look look good. They're all pretty boys in basketball now. Is NHL a little still a little more hardcore, or are they also getting? Uh, I'm, up. I'm, I'm basing my opinion on like high school and college hockey players, right? Yeah, who are just subhuman. Okay, but they still are. I subhuman. suppose NHL. Okay. Well, Steve, the thing is, Phil Kessel would be the guy that you're like, all right, Phil, we got Everybody on the team is getting a suit. We're all going to wear the same suit on road trips. So why don't you go and get yourself a black suit? Just something nice, nothing, nothing too fancy. And Phil will show up with like black dockers and a black sports coat <laughs> he bought at jc penny and be like what it's black he looks like, he looks like your divorced dad's adult roommate He's so <laughs> oh man so you you joke about that uh i coach with this guy he, he's uh he coaches at his south metro high school um and he was talking about this kid, and he was like the last kid on the roster, the last kid to make the team. And they were trying to decide who they, who they were going to take and who they were going to cut. And uh, they went on a road trip during tryouts. They you know they had like a scrimmage, and they said, "Okay, everybody's got to dress up." And this poor kid, and he doesn't own a suit. This is your exact story. He doesn't doesn't own a suit. He <laughs> the whole team's dressed up, and they uh, he shows up. He gets dropped off he's in white uh high tops black jeans and an a-, a sleeveless acdc t-shirt <laughs> 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 he's got hair like halfway to his ass and this guy's the coach and he's like fuck it i'm taking this kid fuck it this is who we're taking this is who i want on my team <laughs> he's just a maniac and he'll do it i mean if he said just uh, Bob, I need you to jump off the yep. bus. Uh, oh, okie dokie. And he rolled the window. He'll slide the window down. He just, whatever you say, coach, um, I'll do it. So, yeah, that's that's the kind of, that's the hockey player you want. So they're yep. still pretty real in hockey. You're, they're, they're not all pretty boys like that. There's still some out there, yeah. Some wild men. Good for good for you guys. I'm proud of you. That's a, that's a, maybe not a dying breed, but a fairly rare breed. Reminds me of being young and and dirt balls playing hockey. It is more than I think any other sport. It's very possible to be a professional hockey player and yet be zero percent cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any other sport where you're not at least a little bit cool because you're a professional athlete. Uh, yeah, That's it could be like one. a relief pitcher, like goofy catchers, and yeah. stuff. Baseball, like that. Baseball, I guess there's a little bit of that. Oakland is just kind of a big, darky goofball. Anthony Swarzak, who was a Bigfoot truther, he was 0% cool. He got hurt professional wrestling in the clubhouse. Yeah. 0% cool. So Anthony Swarzak, but he had some stories probably. So you may have wanted to, like, if you saw him at a bar, you may have wanted to huddle. I would probably ask Anthony Swarzak a few questions. Like, I would probably corner him and... Mm -hmm get to the bottom of a few things. There was a, there was a guy that uh, played in the majors for a long time. He was a, a Minnesota native. Uh, Pat Neshek. 
No, a little older than that. Older than that. All he right. showed up to a Miller's game one time. He was just friends with somebody. Danica Hecker. I'm not going to tell you. Not him, but I'm not going to tell you. Jim Eisenreich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, he showed Very up. And he, uh, and he had some stories about some players. And about 11 seconds into it, you could tell this guy was the biggest dork on the planet. And we're all just like trying to walk away. And he's like keeping us, trying to make eye contact, telling us, telling us some big league stories. And we're like, just shut, just shut up, man. You're a huge dork. We don't. That was just. It was legitimately within three minutes of like, oh my god, a real professional, and be, being like, please stay away from me. I do not want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's maybe why I said reliever right away because that's what he, that's what he was. But I can't imagine any other like position player. I think I would almost always want to hear some stories. A little. That's pretty cool. Basketball, pretty cool. Football, for sure. Like I want to hear some stories. What about punters? I can see being like, eh, yeah. no thanks. Yep. Yeah, I guess that's true. They might give you like a 15-minute discussion on like feminism in video gaming, but, you know, that's... <laughs> Just for one. That's, that's, a, that's, a real, that's a real niche conversation that you may yeah. not have any interest yeah. in. Was, was Chris Cooley ever a 9-11 truther? The tight end for the... Redskins? Redskins? No, not Cooley. Cluey. 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 Okay, my pronunciation is bad, but even my pronunciation is not that bad. No, it's the house phone. Say, yeah. that, that, that seems more like a punter than a tight end thing. Yeah. No, I don't or think Cluey is... Especially. I think he's more uh, pretentious and grating than insane. I think. I could be wrong. There's a hockey thing happening. Hockey, hockey is happening, everyone. Okay, John. So can you run back? Seconds left. We're supposed to be talking about uh, who who we should be cheering for in the NHL. You have explained to us oh. that we hate the Penguins, and the only th- reason so far is Phil Kessel is all right. Breakdown. No. The average Joe Minnesotan who they should cheer for. So okay, first of all, you go to who are the golfers on the team. You've got Kessel. And you on um, the Penguins, you've got Martin on the Sharks. Now, Martin is an actual Minnesotan. Kessel is a Wisconsinite. So yep. uh, there is one in favor of the Sharks. One nothing Sharks. Uh, you look at past history. You got yeah. Matt Cullen. You got Matt Cullen. Go Huskies. He's on the Sharks, isn't he? Gives a fuck. Hey, good talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 1991. <laughs> Pittsburgh beat the North Stars. Uh-huh. There's another yep. mark in San Jose's favor. Two nothing Sharks. It's me, Pat O'Brien, keeping score of the hockey matchup. Two nothing Sharks. Even worse, they they're like wearing 1991's jerseys now too. Oh God, they're the worst jerseys in the NHL. I don't I get. Mean, you know, I mean, I, we don't talk about jerseys. I don't talk about jerseys, but those are bad. Have I talked about my blocking the 1991 Stanley Cup Finals out of my mind? I don't think you've think done it, no, John. You just mentioned I, it. When I was when I was in college once, I was I was watching TV in the afternoon, and one of those highlight videos came on ESPN, like Dallas Cowboys, nineteen sixty five, or whatever that they show at two o'clock in the afternoon. I love those literally things. Nothing, literally nothing better to do, and it was the ninety one Stanley Cup Finals, and I was like, all right, I'll watch this for sure. And it's going along, and the Stars win one game, and they drop three, or they drop a couple, and. They get to game six, and I'm like, you know, 
now that I'm thinking about this, I cannot remember how this series ended. Did it like end in overtime? What the heck happened? And so I'm watching this. For those who don't know, the the, the North Stars lost eight to one in Game Six against the Penguins, and I'm watching this and just having these repressed memories come flying back to me. I'm like, oh, oh god, oh no, I remember, I remember everything. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine I how painful that would be. The whole thing out of my mind for a dozen years, and it all came flooding back in one afternoon. That's incredible. I remembered eight to one just now before you mentioned it, so that's Miserable. burned into my memory as well. Go sharks! Yeah, that's enough for me. So, yep, go sharks! But the sharks are in San Jose. Are they owned by some weirdo libertarian Silicon Valley wingnut? Almost definitely. We just don't know which one. No idea. That's fine. We just don't know for sure. But not they're somebody not owned, that's able. They're not owned by the Gun Brothers anymore, which is a shame. All right, I'm looking. I'll look it up, you guys. They're not owned by Peter Thiel, because I think we would have heard about that during his recent lawsuit. <laughs> I, I'm not sure we would have heard about that, because it would be like the 14th paragraph in any story about Peter Thiel. The 14th oh, and he owns most, the sharks. most interesting yeah. thing about Peter Thiel. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Doesn't he want to create, he wants to buy an island and start a whole new civilization, I believe? He's one of those guys. Yeah, Sealandia or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Good for you, Peter. I would support that. I would Uh pay for his plane ride out there, the one way. They're owned by a German. Uh Hassel Plattner. Oh. (laughs) Intrigue. Hassel Plattner. He's an entrepreneur and a philanthropist. Founder of SAPAG. Never heard of it. What else do Software company. Well, you, you're Bob Computer. Yeah, I know. SAP AG. What the hell is that? SAP is a large enterprise resource planning system. It's supposed to. It's one of those things that's supposed to manage like your whole, all of the information. And my whole. It's supposed to manage my whole. Your whole computer system. It, it's supposed to. Well, it's supposed full to be supply chain. Everything. Yeah, you could ever require, and it never works whenever you install it. It's the worst thing that's ever happened to anybody, and everybody uses it. Every huge company uses SAP, and they all Lightest hate it. idea what the fuck you're talking about. It is an excellent way for consultants to make money by not fixing anything. It's like if you're a huge retailer like Target or Best Buy, you would use it to track like inventory and how much you have left at the store and reordering and all that bullshit. I'm making this up, but it's something like that. Yeah. No, it's, it's like that, and it'll cost you every dollar your company makes in profit for the next 40 years of your life, and... If you get it, if you spend all of that money and you spend the entire company's time working on it, in about three decades, you might have it working just about as well as the system you had before you installed it. It's the worst. But I don't know if this is the same yep. SAP, right? We don't know. IT is the biggest scam. I agree. Universe. <laughs> all of these scam artists and grifters. <laughs> yep. That's what we do. <laughs> Grifters. I spent half my days yelling about IT people. Everyone oh, man. should be fired. You not? Do you still get to yell at IT people in your <laughs> new <laughs> job, Clarence? It's so Germanic IT people in there. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Don't make me run. I'm full of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stu, we're gonna have. To, I'll, I'll, if you could just do the rest of the podcast in your German accent, German uh, child. That was, that was Uter from the yeah. South. I want Uter podcast. <laughs> I'm full of. Chocolate. All right, so go sharks. Go yep. sharks. Screw, screw the penguins. Screw the penguins. Screw Matt Cullen.
Okay, that's great. I didn't know that we were an anti-Matt Cullen podcast. Are we? we? went to St. Cloud State. Is that the only reason, Clarence? I have told you guys the story. He also, I told. He also doesn't like him either. How did St. Matt... Cloud State do in the tournament this year? Oh, shit. Oh, oh man. Why you gotta be oh shit, oh, Sean. So, so Went down that road. Always touching the third rail. I oh. told you guys the story of when I told Matt Cullen's old man to go fuck himself. Nope. You're going to know, though. Is that the whole story? Did you just give it away? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, here's what happened. You have told me I that told story. I told him to go fuck himself. I don't know if it was on the podcast, but I know you've told me this. Story. Uh, Can we get some context? You might, Matt Cullen might be a great guy. His, his, his dad. He's old. He's like a million years old. He's a billion years old. Yeah. He's like only 12 years younger than Stu. It's funny. Every That's time true. we talk about the NHL, I'm like, hey, can't guys play till they're 50? And you guys are like, no, no, it's just the one guy. And then we've now mentioned like almost every player we talk about on this podcast is 50 years old. So yet another example. Remember, 75% of the guys we referenced. Remember how I was talking about Yaramir Yager scoring a million goals when I was dying? Yeah, he played in the series this year. That was, <laughs> that was 25 years ago. Yeah, I, mem- I mentioned like Chelios playing. You're like, oh, nobody but Chelios. Chelios the only one. <laughs> They're all young guys, young bucks. Okay, so Clarence, can you can you back it up a bit and tell us this story? Yeah, that's it. Told him to go. Now, I mean, was, was it in the parking setup? lot you, or was it at somebody's how did you wedding? Get to or the situation in <laughs> yeah. which you were. Yeah, I want to hear it. Oh, so his his old his dad is the varsity coach up at Moorhead and uh, we I played in the beer league in Moorhead and we had a game and after the game you know you sit in the locker room and you have beer that's why I, I call it a beer league and that's why you play in the beer league game in the locker room well that's yeah that's, his dad came in the locker room and they had a practice afterwards. I don't remember the exact circumstance, or if it was he just felt like it was their locker room or what. But he said, "You guys got to get out of here." I mean, he started hollering at us, and uh, you know, there's groups of people you can holler at, um, and and it's effective. Mm-hmm. There's groups of people where you can holler at them, and it's ineffective. And I would say a group of nineteen to. 27-year-old hockey players on, like, beer number four <laughs> post-game. <laughs> Tell them to get out. out. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's... I don't care if you're the fucking Pope. <laughs> you're going to be told to go fuck yourself <laughs> in that situation. And and he was. And he wasn't happy about it. But uh, not one of us had any aspirations or thoughts that we were ever going to play Moorhead High School hockey, so we didn't particularly give a shit what, yeah. <laughs> what he had to say about anything, and he wasn't really used to that. He was used uh. to getting his way, and yeah, that was that was it. He was like, "Guys, gotta get out of here," and we were like, "No, go fuck yourself." And that was it. That's the whole story. It wasn't. It's good. Like we then had a fight or anything. That was that was it. We said, "Well, we'll, we'll leave when we're done." Yeah, there's nothing. That's one of the. That's a top five or top ten beer moment is after playing some old man sports. That's why you play old man yep. sports is for the oh. beer afterwards. I'm Isn't not, it the best? I'm not fucking playing to like yeah. win a championship. I'm I'm dr- nope. playing it to drink beers afterwards. Yeah, this is the best part of the night. You're not taking this from us. Yes. 
Terry, I think is his name. Terry. Terry. You're not taking this from us. Go fuck yourself, that won't be Terry. Done soon enough. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said go fuck yourself to a, another person. For real. I say it to my friends he is constantly. the top three most famous people I've told to go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of those terms that's like hard to say in a joking way. You know, like you can't just sort of pal around and be no. like, go fuck yourself. I was being sarcastic. I'm no. just messing no, with you, weren't. honey. You know, like you can't say it to your wife as a joke. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of like no. calling somebody a cocksucker. It's never really take. It's always a little bit more aggressive than you think it is. Black and white. Yep. Oh, you beat me at bags. I don't even care. You cocksucker. It's like, <laughs> well, you care. You care. You just said. You just called me. A co- you definitely care. Yeah, it's one. Of, it's in that. In that league. I'm looking forward to this new series of stories of Clarence telling people to go fuck themselves. All right. So maybe just jot down a few others. Maybe we make this a weekly deal. It would be great. Okay, so that's the NHL, right? So what's the series at right now? It's in uh, overtime. One nothing Pittsburgh, but it's in overtime. Oh, okay. So by the time everybody listens, it's all irrelevant. Yep. They'll know better than us how the series is going. Who was favored to begin the series? I don't know. Good question. Hmm. A pretty evenly matched teams in some way. I don't know. As, as I recall, Pittsburgh was rotten for half the year, and then they were pretty good in the second half. Right, Clarence? Yeah. So, so San, San Jose is sort of the weird team that has always blown it at some point in the playoffs. Like, the, every year they'll be up 3 to nothing in the conference semifinals and somehow come back and lose the series to Los Angeles or something like that. Right. So everyone was sort of surprised that they actually made it to the finals this year. Like, oh, they haven't blown anything yet. This is amazing. So the is, biggest thing, um, it, you know, from the Minnesota perspective, I'm thinking this through more of the casual Minnesotan. The biggest thing San Jose has going against it is Pavelski. Yep, was a uh, Wisconsin Badger. Um, Ooh, they're bad. I, I know this from listening to John. That that's bad. It is I, a bad thing. When you say Pavelski, I just hear it in Tom Sagasor's voice, and I want to <laughs> burn everything. So you have to reconcile yourself with that. Yeah, that's that's rough. And it's a area where water doesn't freeze naturally, and so I'm prejudiced against them there. But fair. But still, screw Pittsburgh. I think at the end of the day, screw Pittsburgh. Yeah. Just yeah, just in general, screw Pittsburgh. Yep. So just generally speaking, in like historical context or narratives. This is not one of those series that's, you know, this is some of the most dominant teams ever or amazing matchup. It's just sort of a no. sort of an average mm, thing. Yeah. Right. A- ask me July 15th and I won't be able to tell you who was it in the Stanley <laughs> Cup finals. <this> year. <laughs> oh, well, that's OK. How, how, where are these things being broadcast? Like on what television channel? Yeah, yeah. How what's, dare you? What's the contract? It's, what is it? Uh, NBC, right? Why do you want to know? You're not going to watch. Fuel? So, is it on why? Fuel TV? <laughs> it took you, what are we on? We're not into hour number two yet, but Spike? I still hate you. It's on Spike? It's, uh, 
it, it's on the NBC network. They got Doc Emmerich, that's right. They got the good guy. Yep. The guy From that we Back like. Back the Future? To the hockeys. No, that's Doc Brown. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The other Doc. Second Doc. Yes. Doc Hollywood. Yes. Great. Uh, no, I just honestly was not sure because I know that there's contract broadcasting issues seem, seemingly with the NHL. I haven't paid attention. Maybe they're back on this. He's going to get it. He's going to get them on fuel <laughs> or RFD TV or something there. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Uh, that's it. I'm all hockeyed out. Oh God. That means we got to talk about the twins. No, uh, no, no. Even worse. Still, oh. we need to oh. talk about soccer. Copa yeah! America. <laughs> I've okay. Got Thanks, everybody, for listening. Because, Goodbye. Because I know you guys are all <laughs> looking for a rooting interest. What I've got, what I've done is, I've gone through and decided which team most closely matches your personality in both Copa America and the European Championships this summer. I love this idea. I'm just wondering if you can give us an elevator speech before you tell us who to care about. If you can tell us why we should care to begin with. Because otherwise you have to watch the Twins this summer. <laughs> I was just looking for like a larger, what is it? Does this have implications with the World Cup or is this sort of its own thing and it'll be super fun, like a little mini tournament? What's the deal here? Uh, the, the second one, it's more local tournaments. Not the World Cup, but international soccer all the same. The European Championships, as the name implies, is just European teams. Yep. Whereas Copa America, for the first time ever, is including the best six teams from North America along with the 10 teams from South America. Oh, that's great. So, Copa again, uh, for more information on the Copa America, I'll direct you to my published works. But ignoring that for the moment, okay, I, sure. I'm going to assign you guys some teams because I know that you need to know who to root for. Awesome. Love this. This is a good bit. All right. First, Copa America. Brandon, um... You, you love new things. Yep. You hate traditional thinking. Uh-huh. Um, you don't like traditionally popular teams. So in Copa America, your team is Chile. Chile. They won, they won Copa America last year. They, they, they beat, they're not Brazil or Argentina, which are traditionally the two powerhouses. Okay. They're, they're, they got a couple of fun players to watch, uh, one of whom is annoying and one of whom is really kind of fun to watch. So your new favorite player is Alexis Sanchez. Lexi Sanchez on Chile. Alexis and actually, Sanchez. my favorite thing in the world is your weird pronunciations of things. So Chile is perfect for me. This is even yep. better. <laughs> That's the Spanish pronunciation. Coached by Rick Adelman. Rick <laughs> And Steve Curry. Steve Curry is there his favorite team. Seth Curry. This is great, John. So I got Chile and I got right. Alex Sanchez. Stu? Yes, you're, you're, you're very popular with everyone. You're mm-hmm. you're the most popular member of the podcast. Beloved by the most popular soccer player in the world is Ronaldo. No, Leo Messi. God damn it, Messi. <laughs> he's, the, he's the most popular so soccer close. player in the world, and he plays for Argentina. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. So your team is Argentina. Oh, I, don't, you, I like that. I like that a lot. You and you and Brandon don't get along. John, I have Argentina. a I like that. I have an embarrassing question. Messi though plays in a different does, he doesn't play in the Argentina League year-round, does he? No, he plays for Barcelona in the Spanish League. I thought so. Okay, so that's what I wasn't sure about. The, most po- the world's most popular team. He's the most popular player in the world on the world's most popular team. He's uh, like 4'8", right? Yep, he is three foot high, <laughs> and he is amazing at soccer. So, so that's what I was wondering. So teams, you said there's a, there's a Euro Championship and there's this one, but teams can kind of go back and forth. Can they... They're, they're, how does it work, timing-wise? I, I, I just wish I knew if you were trolling me or actually serious with this question. Well, the worst... This is bad for both of us, but I'm actually serious. I don't know how this works timing-wise, if there's other... Okay. I, I tried to explain this a little bit, but the European Championships are for international teams, so teams from countries. Yep. Like where people are from. Yep. Barcelona is a club team, yep. like the Twins. Yep. Which will employ players from all sorts of nationalities. Uh huh. So I wasn't sure that might... there's there's also though like two different leagues and timing wise. If you could, is this like the world, like the Olympics no, the... in hockey, where they just like press pause on one league so the other league could go play and then they fly back to yes. the other one? Yeah, this is the summer break. Summer break. So it's J term. It's J term for yep, Barcelona. It's it's J term for club teams, and now it's time for international teams to play. The big boys to play, and then it's back to your host family in Barcelona. Yep, back to the host family in Barcelona. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh. I love this. This is great. And this I, is my this last is, night. On I'm also podcast. very embarrassed because I'm not trolling you at all. I'm gen, as you would say, I'm genuinely curious about these answers, and I love the sport of soccer, I just don't pay any attention to it. So I'm trying to legitimately learn, but it sounds like I'm so stupid that it sounds like I'm making fun of you. It's it's nice that you're asking me exact same questions that my wife asks me at times (laughs) like this. So do they still use the same size ball in the new tournament? No, they use a much larger ball. It's actually (laughs) about, it's almost waist high. For Messi, it's over his head. He's a, he can crawl inside it like those bubble yep. things and just and roll. Two players on each team are allowed to be on horseback <laughs> in the summer tournament. Uh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm embarrassed and ashamed. That's a very All rare right. combo. Okay, so now we're on to Clarence. We're on to Clarence. And I, I, I spent a lot of time thinking about this. Who, by the way, is not paying I attention thought, at all. Yeah, he's he's watching hockey, but... Yep. Clarence is a traditional guy. He's a conservative guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really like foreign things. He doesn't like change. 
he just is a straight-laced kind of guy that hates outsiders and hates change. Yep. And so Clarence's team is Mexico. That's good. The, Mexico, the Mexican League hates non-Mexican guys playing there. Oh, okay. They're almost like second-class citizens. So, Clarence, your, your new team is Mexico. Congratulations. You do not have to eat the food. Oh, Mexico is playing in what? What league now? What is? <laughs> Start. Run it back. Run it All back. Right. Rewind it. <laughs> All right, John. Do you have a team? Uh, I'm not. My team is. I was trying to think of who the weirdest, goofiest team in the whole tournament is. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and say it's Bolivia because they're terrible and they never win any games except when they get to play at home. Because they play their games in La Paz, which is 40,000 miles above sea level. And there's actually no <laughs> oxygen in the, in the city. It's, it's outer space. So the, yeah. the Bolivian players have evolved to uh, breathe a combination of hydrogen and nitrogen they're, rather than oxygen. And they're so literal aliens at this point. Yep, they'll go there and they'll step off the bus and they'll die. And so Bolivia will win like 2 nothing or 3 nothing or something like that. So in honor of that goofy situation i think bolivia is probably my team okay so who are the favorites here and did you say it's six teams or 12 teams it's it's 16 teams six of them are from north america oh 16 of them are from south america okay and do they get to play for their club teams or no i think i think Clarence, I think what this they do is, is definitely they, the last time I do this for They draft this from club teams, Clarence. So they have a draft, and then one of the the top pick got the guy from Barcelona, and then he's over in the draft. They do a draft, and then they pause. Do they use a regular size ball? I don't remember where we landed on that. It's funny we just talked about it. I th- I think it's a dodgeball, and they actually play a kickball. It's a it's sort of a different league. John left. Fucking John just quit. Thanks, Clarence. I was legitimately asking about that ball size question, and <laughs> you had to mock me. You had to mock my ball size question. Um. Okay, John. Can you give us the deets on when this starts and all that? No, I can't. Screw you all. <laughs> You know, Clarence took getting Mexico a lot better than I thought he would. I wasn't panicked. He was watching the other Yeah, the Pittsburgh just scored. So Pittsburgh scored, so we're we're sad. It's two nothing. Mm-hmm. Poop. Well we're all gonna die anyway. Does that help? It's <laughs> a good point. Hopefully soon. Yeah, yeah. Is it gonna? Are we gonna die sooner than my bit about picking soccer teams where everybody is is dying right now? I love it. I wish you could tell us, like, tell the Rubes, like, when this is going to be happening, and and the deets. You picked Mexico just to get a rise out of me. I'm not, you know. Actually, I think it's I think it's fairly fair, Clarence. Remember, you got to separate yourself what? from the food, and you love mini tacos. Mm-hmm. No, it's my understanding that Americans are the most racist people in the world. So you're, you are, that's what I've been told, John, mm-hmm. repeatedly. What? So you're telling me I'm wrong? What are we what? talking about right now? I'm so confused. You said they hate all outsiders. Mexicans? Yes, that's what you, yeah, you just, just said. said. It, John. Yes. 
Mexico soccer fans. Not big fans of non-Mexican players. Okay. All right. They throw, like, bags of urine at people and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. There is a team in the Mexican League that refuses to sign non-Mexican players to play for their team. Like oh, the go for hockey. hockey. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Now I'm on. I'm going to sing the Mexican national anthem. I'm going to learn it. Download it. Uh, learn it. El Tree, right, John? It's El Tree. Is that the national team? Yep, that's what correct. Okay. The Sente Fox. The Sente Literally, Fox. the tree. That's their national anthem. I just made it up. <laughs> All the little kids with their crimson. The Sente Fox. Fox. The Sente Fox. I'd also like to point out that Vicente Fox is no longer the president of Mexico. It's not oh. my Mexico. <laughs> Okay, so this tournament will be happening at some point in the future that John some refuses to Some point in the summer, divulge. we think. It John starts next week. Next Friday, oh, okay. June 3rd, is first game. So how nuts are people like you and our beloved friend Dana going to be about this tourney? Uh, well, I there's nothing else to pay attention to. Yep. There, there's there's no other U.S. games except World Cup qualifiers going on right now, and so it's meaningful international games for the most popular soccer team in America, which is the U.S. Men's National Team. So, oh, this think, is Yerky, which is the thing. Yes, this is Yerky. Oh, Yerky's going to be back in the headlines. Oh, Does it doesn't matter. Like if they if they fail demonstrably will Yergi be held accountable for this or is this just such an yeah. exhibition that nobody cares Feet to the I fire? think it's possible that if they do something terrible like lose all three of their games or something like that I think it's possible he gets fired really mm-hmm. mm, and who do they play they play Costa Rica and they play Colombia and they play Paraguay how do they get that draw that's an easy draw. <laughs> That's actually the most difficult draw they, they could have gotten. Oh. Seems... I, took a, I took a shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You're exposed as not knowing about international soccer. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, oh, no. Oh, darn it. Egg on my face. Okay, so it might be a, his job on the line. Okay. That's interesting. A little bit more intrigue. Um, hmm. Starting next week, this is great. I'm excited. I'm excited again. And what are your thoughts on the how the U.S. is playing right now and is going to fare? Do you got any any predictions for us? We could save it till next week if you really want to d- dive into X's and O's. But well, the no. problem the problem with international <laughs> soccer is that they play 20 games a year, 10 of which are friendlies and so don't matter. Mm-hmm. So it's real hard it's real hard to get any sort of sense on how they're actually playing. Some people I saw a few people who were kind of optimistic because they had a couple of warm-up games and they won them both against South American teams, one of which is Bolivia and Bolivia is terrible. But it's the a little Bolivian hard aliens. to look at that and yeah, it's a little hard to look at that and go, well this is this is actually meaningful because the games aren't meaningful. And the last time they actually played meaningful games, they lost one of them and everybody was ready to burn down all of United States soccer. And then they won the second one and everyone was a little less excitable after that. So they don't have a good record. They haven't done anything people have been happy about pretty much since the 2014 World Cup. So 
it's a little hard to look at the past results and be any be excited about U.S. soccer, but who knows? If they get out of the group, if, if they finish in the top two of their 14 group, that would be a pretty good accomplishment. And then after that, it's playoffs, and anything can happen. But just as a fan, finger to the wind, you're not getting any sense of these guys should be a lot better. They've got young guys that are great or guys getting healthier or a new system that's been working. It's just so little to go on. You just sort of hoping a prayer at this point? Well, the it's kind of funny. The the fans that the U.S. national team fans have this weird sort of dichotomy where they don't particularly believe that the players on the team are that good, but yet they somehow still expect to beat every team in the world with them. It's very strange. It's like, yeah, we accept that the the guys on our team are not as good as the guys on other teams, but yet we definitely should win, and if we don't win, we're calling for heads. Well, when are the good players going to be here? Uh, 40 more years, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I was reading this article about... I don't even know where I saw one of the long reads about U.S. soccer and some guy who built them out of millions of dollars somehow, money laundering, yada, yada, yada. But them being even relatively competent at soccer, U.S. soccer, is like a very recent phenomenon. Wasn't it like 94 or sometime even sooner than that? They had just never been to the World Cup in like 60 years or whatever. Like you couldn't even make it. They were just like the worst... So it's just odd that yeah, they we were, think, you know, it's so recent. They were in the World Cup in 1950, and then they didn't qualify for 40 more years after that. 1990 yeah. was the first time they qualified after that. 40 years. It's incredible. And then, you know, to be fair, it has been a long time yeah. since we to started fair, qualifying. So qualified every tournament since then. So. Right, yeah. So you can expect a little bit more progress in that. But that's the thing that's bothering me is, like, we just keep saying that our players aren't any better or aren't any good. So is that just going to be forever? Until Russell Westbrook decides to take up soccer, it's just not going to happen? That's a question. I, I, I read an article this morning about the diversity problem that they have going on in U.S. soccer because so many of these teams, so many of the ki- the kids that are playing U.S. soccer are playing on the kind of teams you have to pay to play on. You know what I mean? Yep. Which I think is a fairly common thing for U.S. sports, but a lot of a lot of the people who would be who come from soccer cultures would be the not necessarily the kind of people who would pay to play on a youth sports team because their folks don't have the money. There's an example in the story about uh, a girl who was on a youth a, a youth team in I think Washington in the example, and she went to sort of a regional tournament and dominated, and then she just disappeared because her dad was an illegal immigrant. And he was worried that if she if she got famous, then he was going to get deported, and right. people would find out about him. So it's it's kind of a it's kind of a weird situation where maybe some of the people who come from come from families that are way into soccer and would love to play soccer aren't necessarily playing soccer because it costs fifteen hundred bucks a year or something. Like that. And it's insane that that's happening in a sport like soccer where all you need is a ball, just like basketball, yeah. like. Hockey exactly. and lacrosse and downhill skiing and 
a lot of these sports that you have always thought about as like not being or just for rich people is like well because the equipment's so fucking expensive and the ice time's so expensive and a ski lift is so expensive yada 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 and now it's even trickling down to these other sports that have traditionally been really cheap to play and it's such a bummer that it's happening i hope there's going to be a breaking point soon of like you know you don't just pull from the traveling teams to find the best talented kids but what are the options i mean that's i was thinking about that like hockey i get i get why it's expensive you gotta rent ice time there's a million dollars worth of equipment you gotta buy and stuff like that but Soccer, you need a ball and a piece of grass. How is how does it cost fifteen hundred bucks a year to play youth soccer? I don't. Maybe some youth of you boxes guys, ain't cheap, man. <laughs> maybe some of you guys who have kids can explain this sort of thing to me. But dads, dads, it doesn't cost that much here. I don't. I don't yeah, know. soccer is one of the cheap ones. It's like twenty five bucks. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have heard though that those yeah. that so the traveling exclusive. Yeah, I don't get it either. I've read the same thing though about how exclusive the clubs are, and uh, is it because you need to travel to face the competition, and and the travel is the thing that's expensive, or I don't know. you know, I think you get. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I soccer is cheap up here compared to you know pretty much anything else. Hmm. Copa, Copa Cabana. Copa Americana. God, I'm so excited. Should we have a viewing party, John? Yeah, come on over. It's going to be fun. Love We're going to have a great time here. Love Sounds it. great. Bring me kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're Our coming. good friend Rough Cat can tell you from bringing his kids over to the house that pretty much I will stop watching the game and we'll build a blanket for it with the kids instead. So, Oh, great. You can count on, you can count on that at our house. Blanket for it as far as the eye can see. Well, that's a really good value prop for children because they love those. Yep. All right, let's uh, let's be done with the footy talk. I don't I don't have a word to say about the Minnesota Twins. I know the clearance is legally not allowed. Do has there been any fire fireable offenses this week? It'd be fun to just sort of jot them down week by week. I don't know if there's been anything fireable, right? I just don't give a shit. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Crickets. Crickets. Okay, let's move on. You guys want to do a little Ask Sportive? Sure. Oh, yeah, we got to Ask Sportive. We have some questions in the hopper. We asked... Hooray. We asked some cues. to mispronounce everybody's name. Oh, yeah. And we asked John to do this because it's our favorite thing. So, John, why don't you scroll through the questions, and then uh, we'll do a quick free-for-all Ask Sportive. And then... All right. Say goodnight. Uh, first question from former podcast guest, Giles Farrell. Yep. Uh uh, maybe I'll just pick somebody out to answer this. Stu, do you consider soup to be a meal? Yes. Yep. Brandon, yes? Oh, for sure. Like a pho, or however you pronounce it, P-H-L, pho. That's, your a, pardon? that's a full meal. That's a full a filling meal. delicious chowder, perhaps? Sure. Oh, yeah. Cream base. Get I some feel, meat in there. You got a stew I going, baby. I feel like you need some bread to go along with it to make it a meal. That's it. If there's no that's bread involved, it's not a meal. Yep. Then it's just a bad trip through the salad bar. What about chili? Or stews? Chili still requires a bread, but you'll, I'll allow it if you eat two bowls. Yep. And you put cheese on the top. 
Good rules. Good rules. Respect. Okay. All right. Uh, question from my brother, Dave. Angry twin, uh, Dave. Do Clarence and Stu think CONCACAF will be able to compete with Ball at Copa America Sanitario? It's a Copa America question. It's a footy question. All right. What do you guys think? Um, do, you think do you think North America will be able to compete with South America? No, I think that's still that's still four to eight years away. Okay. That's a good answer. That's your answer for everything U.S. for soccer related. Mm-hmm. And it's always right. Uh, um, from RNF at Zero Dice. Can each panelist predict what the next insane Gopher Athletic scandal will be? <laughs> well, I think uh, it's... Let's go to Clarence first. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, well, I, had, I haven't heard these questions today. So they got some good ones this week. Um, so where are we at with this scandal? I haven't I have been kind of disconnected from the world. Do we have any today? Uh, if you would have said last week that the longest tenured coach was going to be caught selling Xanax, <laughs> we just keep getting more. Not, not selling Xanax. Sorry, covering up. Cover up a drug. Cover it up. A drug cover. Sports, but just a little, yeah. So making. I am going to say I will not run a felony drug ring. <laughs> Twenty-five times on a chalkboard. The next one will be like the soils judging pot selling sex. <laughs> Child brides, or something like what <laughs> the most small sport. Child brides doing the most insane, insanely illegal thing. Like you couldn't make any more insane headlines if you just like spun a wheel of Mad Libs of. Yep. Like the, the wheel brrr, of- wrestling coach brrr, <laughs> covering up a brrr, <laughs> drug ring. Drug ring. <laughs> I still yeah, think I, that the uh-huh. uh, new AD, Mark Coyle, murdered somebody in New York, and that's the thing that we're going to figure out why he's here. Somebody, Somebody's dead in New York at his hand. Why you would knowingly leave that to come here? Leave anywhere to come into this mess. Some, some sort of state-to-state extradition will be our next big conversation. <laughs> All right, Stu, what's your guess? Oh, God. I, I, let's say the golf team is actually a group of pickpockets. <laughs> <laughs> With Pacniak. They go to seven corners and just people leave. Where's my wallet? Where did my cell phone go? And they, they all have Cockney accents, as you're familiar with, John, from your trip to England. Shiny yep. boots, Gov. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they call everybody Vicka. <laughs> and, it's, and it's actually they make a musical out of it five years down the line and it does it's the first one that uh out out um earns hamilton so you know what still, yeah, still wouldn't shock me nope i think it's actually quite likely <laughs> at this point oh my god my, my pick for the next scandal is that the women's rowing team through all this time has never owned a boat <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that they're Jesus. just like, well, we never bought a boat and nobody ever checked up on us. It's been 15 years. <laughs> you built us a boat house, but nobody ever came down to check that there was anything in the garage. Never played once. We just sit down here never and once. play checkers. All right. Um, uh, Schmelahandro, at Schmelahandro, uh, wants to know, 
if the NL adds the DH, should the AL go with two DHs? One up in them. Uh, hmm. I, I like the really weird. I like the competitiveness, but no, they should both have a DH. I would say if the NL adds the DH, the AL should lose the DH just to make the, just to be difficult. There's only one allowed. Yep. I don't like the my argument against the people like not having a DH for strategy. I don't think they. It's not strategy if the same team does the exact same thing every single time the situation comes up. That's not strategy. Yeah. So that's like it if you want to, but it's not because it makes the game in the NL more strategic because it doesn't at all. All right. Um, I think this question, this is, well, we already gave Dave a question. Dave, you can't have two questions. Come back on the podcast if you have more questions. Sorry, Dave. All right. Sorry, Uh, angry twin, Dave. Kristen, Mm -hmm. Kim Wants to know what's the official sport of endorsed Kevin Beer? Oh, one time guest, Christian. He showed up at the um, uh, the, the rainy town hall. Yeah, town hall. Uh, I think Lane, that um, I'm going to go with Dale's. It's kind Dale's of a, Pale? Dale's Pale, standard. Because that's because that's the beer you like. That's <laughs> just because that's the beer you like doesn't make it the official cabin beer. Well, it makes sense. It seems like a it cabin makes it the beer. It's the official beer of what. Brandon likes. No, it's not at all the official beer of what I like. It's like 20th on my list. I'm just saying it's called Dale's. Most dads like it. It's a good cabin. Like it's it's sort of strong, but not no, like a. My dad has never heard of Dale's beer ever. It well, has to be a beer that he's not on the sport. My dad. No, it's like the official sport of cabin beer. Or did I miss here? I just heard official cabin. Beer. Sport of endorsed official cabin sport beer. Sport of endorsed cabin beer. Yeah, but. We're all craft beer dads, so we're going to pick something, some triple IPA wow. that has... Yeah, we can't endorse what Papa Swamptown wants to drink. We can, it's but... Kind of, if, it's a, if it's a cabin beer, man, it's, I'll just endorse Miller High Life. I'm going to say, here's my nomination is uh, MGD Light. That is a very up north yeah. beer. I, I, I would, I'd say I'd say Michelob, McGolden Light. That's the classic. McGolden, I think, but that's not. Yeah. That's, that's, that's more probably like Wilmer Spicer that area, Mick not Golden. all the way up north. I that's think like I was central and west. I think central. I was probably thinking of McGolden Light to be honest with you, because it's like a sports <laughs> beer. What did you say? I thought that's what you said. I he said, said Miller Genuine Draft. Yeah, I said oh, MGD Light. What I meant was McGolden Light. Yeah, because it's like a sports beer because you can drink it and you get more hydrated the more you drink. Yeah, well, that's no, like a regular not. cabin beer. We're trying to be tastemakers and early adopters as we are. We're still going with McGolden Light. We can't well, you up the ante a tiny bit. It's a it's a it's a <sighs> cabin beer, Brandon. Fine. I'm not going to sit around with my fluted glass and be like, oh, the the specific gravity on this beer sure is great. You need, you need to be able to be able to buy it in a case. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's a good criteria. Yeah, good cans. It, I mean, if it doesn't say bonus six cans on the pack, <laughs> okay, that might. Be that. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not sure I'm interested. Uh, all right, <laughs> you're probably right. Speaking as somebody who drank like 17 Furious in one night at the cabin last weekend and almost died, I think you're probably right that, that a that a case of light beer is probably a better way to go. I'm just trying to think yeah. of a light beer that's good. I thought Dale's you made start sense. Start drinking it heavy. at 10 a.m. Do you have any shot at being awake at 10 p.m.? <laughs> that's, that's the Michelob Golden Draft 
promise, right? Yeah, you do. You got a you shot. Do. You got. <laughs> you There's no in promises in this life. Nobody's promising you anything. But at least you got a chance. I'm furious? Yeah, you're not. That ain't happening. <laughs> no, no, that's a zero chance. One of the dumbest not decisions zero. I've made in a year. Unbelievable. So okay, fine. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I I don't know exactly how many I drank, but it was, you know, more than four after day drinking, or more than two after a full day of drinking light beer is insane. God, sleepy time. Yep. Um. All right. Uh, Matt Prom says worst idea: frictionless skates or upside down nachos. How dare you, Matt? Um. Fuck. Our our who said that? Our good friend Matt Prom. Open your eyes, sheeple. There are better answers to both these things. Skates and nachos can be improved <laughs> upon. Just not appreciated right, our, in my time. Our good friend Brian Moan at Emobi says, short sleeve button-down shirts or long sleeves rolled up? I think this question is for Brandon. Uh, the answer yeah, is long sleeves Brandon. rolled up for sure. Uh, more versatile. You don't need to have a whole separate shirt for summer. You can have the same shirt and wear it all year round and sleeves up or sleeves down. And I think when you roll the long sleeves up, it looks like it, it gives off the impression that you like are that working you're so hard. Running for office, and you want to look like a normal dude. You're working so hard, you got to roll those sleeves up. Like I didn't mean to; I meant to dress formally, but I had to roll them up because I'm so busy working. You gotta just fake it with your clothing. That's the whole point of dressing cooler than you are is to to fake people out. So long sleeves, roll them up. That's how you do it. Easy answer. Yeah. Although I th- still think a short sleeve button down is fine. That's it. The end. All right. Um, Steve at just say OV23. Mm-hmm. If you guys still use CD players in your car, what's in there now? Or what did you listen to last in the car? Um, I have the Birds' Sweetheart of the Rodeo in there right now. Mm. It's a good one. I have a CD stuck in my CD changer, and it's been stuck in there for six years. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Benjamin Booker. Oh, I love roll. Benjamin Booker. Benny Bucks? Good. good rock and roll, man. That doesn't get old. Mm-hmm. Kids love it, actually. Cool. <clears throat> I like when Brandon or Stu mentions a band, and I've heard of them. That really makes me feel good about myself. Cool. Yeah, I'll keep doing it. Raffi. You into Raffi? Yeah, I love Raffy. There you go. Yeah. I'll get there. I'll get there. Welcome to the rest of your life, John. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing but Frozen soundtrack, as far as I can see. Let me get that. Clarence, what's in your CD player? The New Sturgill. Nice. That's a good album. I should buy that album, like, right now. All right. I love it. Uh, Dan Mick, our good friend Dan Mick, what is the least correct name of a Minnesota city? i.e. Savage is the least badass place? Mm, good question. Yeah, I got a couple from around my hometown of Hector. Um, City of Cosmos, which yep. sounds like it's very aerial <laughs> and space-minded, and it's just a <laughs> piece of shit town. Had a, oh, backwater. Yeah. Maybe the worst town in Minnesota. It had a, a strip bar That's called the Juice answer. Bar that used to be a cafe with drop ceilings, and they never took out the drop ceilings when they turned it into a strip bar, so when they'd get up and the dance, their heads would hit the tile. Yeah, they would. Oh, that's just poor, that's just, that's just poor thought process. Yeah, that's that's just, yeah. 
Yeah, you don't need to hire an architect to figure that one out. Yeah, just go t- take out the tiles. It's not that hard. No but <laughs> bunk. You need a civil engineer to sign off on that one. Yeah. Take so, and then just down to, you take uh, State 4 South and uh, hang a right on 212, you end up in Danube, which like makes you <laughs> think of the river Danube and like these verdant, you know, hills and Black forests and castles and yep. shit. And Waltz's. It, Danube is just straight garbage. It's just a flat <laughs> piece of shit between like Olivia and Granite Falls. And there's just, it's, there's like a big sugar beet plant that smells like feet right outside of town. And it's, it's just, yeah, it's, 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 it's very unrepresentative of its name, as is crappy car dealership, like used yeah. cars. Yeah, pretty much. Just under $700. Yeah. So there's like an old, the old elementary school is made entirely out of asbestos. This is still there, just crumbling. So yeah, there's there's my two. Yep. Uh, also out that direction, there's Milan, Minnesota, not Milan, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Museums, cafes. Yep. There's a lot Very of cities similar. that are that are named in a nice way that are pretty gross nowadays. Like Crystal. On a video. Crystal is yeah. dirty. Yeah. New Brighton is old and shitty. Yeah. Power plant. Yeah. At Jefferson's state, it's got the the, uh, coal power plant or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. New Hope. Yeah. No hope. None none there. Now we're just. You can't see Mound from Moundsview. No, not at all. Yeah. Mound's way out by Manitonka. No way you're seeing it from there. Uh, okay. All right. That, that's a good question, right there. Really good. Um, we did our Chris best. Selvey wants to know what's the deal with Woody Allen. Um, he's a sex criminal, if I'm guessing right. He, like every other artist, is a horrible person. But you know, if you like his art, you don't want to know about it. And if you hate his art, it's even easier to hate him. It's a horrible person, but he's like. Is, I don't know the full story. It's like a child sex criminal, right? Yeah, I think it was one of those like... like a horrible person, like, okay, you're just a jerk or an asshole or whatever. Then there's like being a child sex criminal. That's a whole different that's... tier of horrible person, right? Or am I missing yeah, something? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the worst tier. terrible, people, and then, yeah. then there's Roman police. Like you're a bad tipper yeah. or what? Yeah, you're yeah. a dick. God, yeah, B.O. It's got B.O. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Then yeah. there's child sex criminal. That's bad. That's that's not good. That's bad. Another level of bad. That's not good. That's bad. I yeah, think that's supportive. That is, and I, I I know it's controversial. Like the Cleveland Indians, they're not a great baseball team. They're a pretty bad baseball team, right? They're yeah, bad, right. Yeah, bad, bad baseball. Then there's the Minnesota Twins. That's, <laughs> there's Clarence, child Clarence, sex Clarence, criminals Clarence, of Clarence, actually offensive. Clarence. You're not allowed. Where's Clarence, the lawyer? Clarence. Shh, 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 shh. Clarence. You're going to regret this. You're going to regret yeah. it. Just That was actually John was doing a Clarence impression. Yep. Doing the Clarence oh, voice. Good. Yeah, spot on. Good really Clarence good. impression. Good. Ask for a cease and desist order from you, John, <laughs> for ever doing that again. Uh, no, I think he's Very one of the worst. Paperwork. I think he's one of the worst people. Talking about Clarence. One of the worst people. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you're going to just need to make some peace with, like, I wish he was locked up, but I, if you still enjoy his art, I think, I mean, I love, 
remixed to Ignition by R. Kelly. I wish it hadn't been created because he was second. in jail, you, but I what? love it. No, no. Time out. I think that's fine. You hate the Warriors because their owner has a dog named after a book you don't like. Yep, yep. <laughs> you hate their team. Yep. But, like, Woody Allen is a child sex criminal, and you're like, yeah, but Annie Hall's pretty funny. Well, I think it's... I think you... I personally can separate the art from the artist, and I hate... And But I'm, I'm okay if people can't. But you can't like separate I'm, the team from the owner. No, I'm just looking for reasons to dislike that team, and that's one of them. If I'm looking for reasons to dislike Annie Hall, I've got a very, very, very easy answer to dislike Annie Hall, but it's not as... Re- I mean... I don't know. I just feel like the art and the artist are easier to separate. Like the guy that made it is a child sex criminal. That's kind of a big deal, isn't it? It is, but the movie is fantastic. It sucks, but it's true. Like it's a really good movie. Like R. Kelly's remix to Ignition is an amazing song. It's one of the best party songs. I hate him and I wish the worst for him, but it's a fucking, it's a jam. I mean, it's a banger. I don't know what you want me to do about it. Like, I don't know. I can totally understand if someone's like, I can't like that song because I hate him. I'm totally cool with that. But I can and do and listen to it a lot. I mean, you love the Nuge. Right? Don't you love Stranglehold? Everyone loves Stranglehold. Is he a child sex criminal? Well, I mean, yeah, I I, we're getting into, like, phases of, of awfulness, I suppose. I mean, you can... So, I, we are. That's exactly what we're doing. Right, yeah. so yeah. you're drawing the line... criminal's, like, pretty bad. Right, but you're drawing the line a little bit... in the 15 to 16-year-old range when he was not 15 to 16. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And same it's with so a lot of guys. Like, yeah. they're all... And these are, I think, Nuge and... Well, okay. And actually, Jimmy and Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want to start going down that line, there's some don't want to really go down bad examples. If you want to ever enjoy any art or anything ever again, don't look, look, don't saying, look at the wiki. I'm saying you wiki. have to just... Oh, well, you don't have to. I don't give a shit. But yeah, if you want to enjoy art, you have to separate. Do you think like Don Williams had a had a like, 15-year-old? No, he was too, he was too busy working. Yeah. <laughs> he had like three jobs. Break my damn heart. Jesus, can we just have one that didn't have... This one guy. Just one guy? Just one guy. What yeah, I don't know. We'll keep looking. Being in 14-year-olds? We'll keep oh, yeah, keep trying. Just one guy. David Bowie had some issues. Yeah, he did. They all, uh, yeah, yeah. So did Prince. <laughs> <sighs> There's no heroes. Yep, nope, no heroes. Outside, uh, outside of Dave Marthaler, there are no heroes. <laughs> Dave's our greatest hero. Yes. <laughs> all right. Our last um, best hope. Bill at Frankly Willis wants to know, we're just finishing another school year. What was your most slash least favorite class in high school and why? Oh, God, I, I don't even remember. <laughs> A thousand years ago. I don't. I disliked all of them. Blacksmithing? I really like blacksmithing. Barrier? The Cooperage class. I, didn't, yep. I, I made a shitty barrel. Alchemy so, wasn't fun, but yeah, <laughs> yeah bloodletting—I didn't get that either. Just didn't seem to translate that well. Oh boy, yeah. No, I don't. Sorry, sorry, frankly, Willis. Mm-hmm. No idea. Do not remember. <laughs> We're too cool for school. Mm-hmm. No. That's right. the important thing to know here. Right. Uh, 
Wade wants Stu to make a joke involving University of Minnesota wrestling coach Jay Robinson and the Counting Crows St. Robinson song title. I didn't even know that they uh, had um, I think, was that St. Robinson and his Cadillac Dream? Is that the name of the song, Brandon? St. Robinson I think, I think that's it. But I don't think I can. I mean, it's yes. Xanax. There's St. Robinson and his Xanax Dream. Robinson Man, I can't. Oh, God. I'd have to. I, it's it's, Wait, it's too late in the show. It. We're going to work it and get back. I'm back next week because, yeah, it's a bit late in the game for that. I just. I don't think I can bring my 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 A game on punnery for that. I'm sorry. We'll get there. All right. Final question of Ask Sportive from uh, from Sportive Ice Fishing Tra- correspondent Drop Shot Bob Bob Bullen. Hey Bob. Best arcade game. Got to be bubble hockey, right? Mm. Arcade game. I think for me, an arcade game that I love would yeah. have to be something involving like racing and a steering wheel, for the most part. Like pole position. Something. Yeah. Yeah, I think I had off-road. more fun playing those. Off road, yeah. Um, off road was amazing. That was I like off road because you could play with three other people. Mm-hmm. So you could play against your buddies, like you weren't just playing by your, like Pac Man. You're just playing against yeah, yep. yourself. Yeah. Where off road, you could play against three other people. That's what I liked. Yeah, that mine's, to me, a, mine's a very specific one. It is the uh, Mega Touch Concentration game with the nudie pictures on it. Oh, that is- <laughs> Good game. It is a, it's, only when, it's only when an older guy is at the bar. Absolutely. And then you get the guy with like the giant, like my buddy Dave with the giant hands. He's got hands that are like like a person's regular two hands. And he's like, it's right there and he touches and his whole hand covers the screen. And you're fucking out. The team, the saber does like go over her shoulder because don't touch the screen anywhere because your, your index finger is the size of a goddamn soup can. Stop touching the fucking screen. Naked photo hunt. We are officially the most dad podcast that has ever dad podcasted. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. Uh, What what was his suggestion again? Bubble Bubble hockey? hockey. Bubble Bubble hockey hockey. was... That is a a very fun game. was pretty good. Bubble hockey is a fun game. Pressing the boo button. It's like U.S. versus Soviets. Yeah, yeah. That's always a good one. There's nothing more. To me, the worst is air hockey. I hate air hockey. Confusing, loud, annoying, no skill at all. Just fucking pandemonium. Pinch your fingers. Gross. Oh, we have the It's the worst. Yep. Shouldn't have been invented. Takes up too much space. Go fuck yourself. Matt Collins' dad and air hockey. Consensus. <laughs> Nudie <laughs> photo hunt. Number one. Love it. That's great. John. I've seen for it for this year. John, should we, cool. should we get out of here? I, let's call it. Yeah. Let's call it. This is my this is my last sportive ever after how I was treated during the soccer segment. God, so. I was actually <laughs> serious. That's how I'm I'm embarrassed. I might need to quit too. Jesus. So when does the tournament start, John? Friday, two days from now. And uh, so none of the guys from the Euro League will be in it. Yet. Playing, uh, what? How is the tournament structured? None of yep, the Euro is League. Is the, the end for me? <laughs> it's been good, guys. Been real fun. They use a smaller ball than usual. It's harder. Do you use a regular size ball? What size ball do they use, John? A different size ball? <sighs> All right. I'm pressing stop. I love, your, I love everybody. Goodbye. Copa. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 